Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Everybody to the Bestie Nation, this is a podcast focused on helping you develop not only your drive, but also to help you guys get back on track, maybe rejuvenate or restart being the best version of yourself. And if this is the first time of you tuning in to us, I'm Adler and this is Finn. My name is Finn and that is Adler. <laughs> exactly. All right. So besides the point, you guys obviously know we are two hosts here on the podcast that don't necessarily have it all together, but for the most part, we're here because we have things we want to talk about. We're figuring it out as well. We're figuring it out. Exactly. We're on this journey with you guys, and honest to God, if you guys really want to follow along with us, follow us on our Instagram pages, Adler, 24 hours a day, me, the Finn Foster. Correct. So, And we also have an Instagram page for the podcast. The Best You Nation, that's us, and we also have a website where you can um, connect with us, uh, keep in touch with anything um, special that we got going on. We got a, we have a newsletter that's going to be coming out very soon, very short, yeah, we um, and we just recently added a link on the website promoting my friend, Finn Foster. He came out with a book. Me? Yes, I did. He wrote an entire book all on his own himself. He did it. Yes, I did. I, I pulled up my big boy pants and wrote a book. Actually, it's a little bit more than that. It, requ- it required quite a bit of energy, quite mm. a bit of emotion, and uh, definitely having the strength and the perseverance to be able to dig deeper in past certain parts of my life to share um, aspects of my life to teach and also promote people and honestly the, the potential that we all have, which I think is super important. And um, it pretty much lines up with what we're doing here at the podcast. And you know what's crazy is the book is now officially out, right? Well, it's not officially out. It's but it's officially pre-ordered. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry about it. It's, it's accessible. Accessible for this. reservation, pre-order. Uh, yes. Something so like it's accessible. And the crazy part about it is I didn't get to read it first. I'm, a, I'm not being salty about it. I'm just saying it's a fact. It sounds like you're a little salty there, Adler. It is what it is, man. Adler salty. But that's no, okay though. But that's fine. You can be salty all you want. I mean, I'm salty that I didn't get to read my book first either. So <laughs> I, ro- I <laughs> wrote, wrote my it. Book. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I read it. But uh, unfortunately, um, I haven't got a chance to read it. However, knowing you and like our discussions about the book and everything, mm-hmm. I know that um, you kind of focused on like your younger um, years. Not to say because you, you're a young guy. But like you when you were, old? no, you were a young guy. You are a young guy. Okay. You're a young guy. Okay. Young, good-looking guy. He's got a, a couple stud. of grays. Not gonna lie. I've young, good-looking guy. Hey, ladies, he's single as well. I just want to oh, put God. that out there. Great. Um, but the thing is, right? You were a teenager, and you went through a whole bunch of, um, you know, as every teenager does, emotions. They go through the ups, the downs, the trials, the tribulations, and stuff. But in your case, it's it's different. It's it's unique for the fact that. Um, there was a little bit of an identity crisis, um, I, you know, I, so to speak, just because, you know, knowing your background the way that I know it, you know, you, you were adopted and, you know, you had, you know, you had to overcome hurdles on loving yourself yeah. and loving your parents and loving those around you. 
So, you know, my question comes to you, like when you're writing a book like this, mm-hmm. did you have like a mentor or somebody to kind of help coach and inspire you to even start the journey to read, uh, write the book? Well, I don't even know where to begin, to be honest with you, man. Um, one of the biggest things for me personally, I didn't really want anybody to tell me how to do anything. Mm. Uh, it, it Does it sound ignorant? Does it sound selfish of me? Does it sound arrogant of me? I mean, it could come off like that. But I had a lot of struggles with authority and other people telling me how to do things. I, from a very young age, already had to learn how to depend only on me and what, what I thought. Even though I didn't really necessarily have the best idea of what that was, all I knew is that I couldn't depend on anybody from a young age. And it was from a psychologically subconscious mindset that it obviously affected me for some time. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as like writing this book, um, I was challenged by my dad when I was about, God, maybe like 13 years old, I think. I was like 13. I actually remember coming home one evening from school. And my dad challenged me to write a book about how life was unfair because I always complained about life. And I'm like, oh, life is so unfair. Mom. But I mean, I think that's what teenagers do. Like, teenagers... But I, I mean, to a certain extent, but I like yeah. I genuinely complained about the same thing. Like, I was so pessimistic about it. Like, I didn't care. So like, you were kind of, like, low-key a complainer. Yeah, I was okay. low-key a Debbie Downer or a negative Nick oh. or a pessimistic Peter. I mean, whatever you want to call me. I, oh. I I was really, but I was, so I guess the best way to explain it is like I, it was an escape route for me, right? So like my dad challenged me to write a book because number one, my dad, I thought my dad was being sarcastic as he usually is. He's a very sarcastic individual, but he really did challenge me to write a book. And I guess the inspiration didn't really kick in until I was what, 18? I was 18 years old when I started writing the book. But the book wasn't about how unfair life was. Um, and I think that, you know, yes, it is important to have a mentor. And I think it is important to have somebody in your life that's guiding you, directing you, right? I think we all have one. And I do have one, but at the same time, I don't think my book was really derived from uh, from the mentorship perspective. I think my mentorship was great it had a lot of impact had a lot of influence on my growth as a person Mm -hmm. to figure out things that i could write about in my book but to write something like this nobody could dig into my thoughts and my emotions as deep as i could no of course and it's everything's superficial i think we all have a superficial level and that is where i had to come into agreement myself like i actually wrote that in my book one of the delaying reasons for this publication of the book was because I wasn't okay with digging further into my story. I wasn't okay with talking about things in my life that took place. Especially when I was going through my most rough times, 12 to 14 were the most difficult years of my life. I'm talking about from areas of my walk that I didn't care about what my parents said. I didn't want to follow their direction. I didn't think that what they were telling me was right. I didn't care. I didn't care about any of that. I just Understood. Um, but it came to a point where I had to understand that when I write this book, I would be, have to be okay with talking about things to I'm relate covering people. some really heavy um, things that you probably didn't unpackage until a little bit later, but you have to be able to revisit those situations. Yes. And like, uh, for me, right, you know, you, you're, you're, um, you have such excellent value to add just to anyone's life in general, mm-hmm. just because of the the positivity, the mindset, 
and the way that you connect with people naturally. Mm -hmm. And I think that this kind of like adds another layer. It, it, it helps you kind of transition, so to speak, into a um, easier person to you know talk to, an easier person to relate to because now it, it's not only about you making these you know instant human connections, but it's also about you being able to discuss very trying times like and I like there's nothing that you can say or do to describe uh, what you went through that I can actually relate to because the, some of it is like all right but I would have to say that there's there is there is okay I think that if when if I can give you three things that you can relate to it would change your perspective a little bit and this is what I would challenge you to do I want you to dig deep into this in your own personal life and this may not be today this might not happen tonight might not happen tomorrow this might take a week two weeks a month for you to find but this is something for all people to hear out and i challenge you i seriously do i challenge you with this because this is something that i had to identify if i didn't identify this i don't think i could teach this i've had people tell me like i should teach a seminar i've had people tell me i should teach them how to write a book i have people who reached out to me that and I even think one of your friends wanted me to write a, or teach them how to write a book or give them the advice on how to or where to go to even get started. But here are three things that I want to share. And I think this is crucial. We could talk about this a little bit in depth. Is number one, experience. That's number one, experience. Number two, emotion. And number three, response. Those are three things that we all have to share in common. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care if... It is rape. I don't care if it is you being neglected, being cheated on, you've been stolen from, you've been hurt. And I'm not saying I don't care in the sense that I don't care. What I'm saying is your situation is your situation. It's applicable in any situation. Correct. Yes. Every situation that any person goes through is extremely important. It's a chapter in your life. It's something you experience. But one thing we all try to do is box that situation up and put it on a bookshelf and act like it's never been part of our life. We, we do. This is what we do. This is what I did. I took something, put it on a bookshelf. But you know what I have connected to it? Emotion. There's a string attached to it called emotion. And no matter how out of sight something might be, there's triggers. There's still something exactly. There's triggers. triggers. There's, there's emotion triggers. connected yeah. to it. So this is what I'm trying to say. There are people out there that I know that you may know, that have been through a circumstance that has altered their way of living because they have fear because someone might hurt them again. So me personally, I, knowing what I've gone through and why I share this in my book, I had to understand that there's an example, an analogy that I wanted to use that relates to experience, emotion, and response. Think of palm trees, think of oak trees, think of, I don't know, whatever else tree, a redwood tree, okay, for all of our folks out in California. Redwood, or redwood tree. The thing is, each tree is different. A palm tree grows coconuts. Okay. okay? Most palm trees grow coconuts, I should say. Yeah, some do, some don't. Some don't, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, but I get your point. But a, an oak tree grows differently, and so does a redwood tree. Redwood trees get huge, ginormous. They're like, ginormous, right? The point is, and this is why I'm sharing this, is that no matter how the tree looks each tree shares has roots the roots of a palm tree and a roots of an oak tree and a roots of a redwood tree they're all planted in the ground 
they su- they supply nutri- nutrients. They also supply a sense of structure. Mm-hmm. But they all share that. They all share a common. I don't even know how to really just describe this, but they all that's that is the one key feature that they all share in common. Okay. Common factor. Common factor. Okay. So one thing that I tell people when they think about their situation, I will never ever in my entire life ever be able to understand what it's like to be a woman. I will never ever be able to, and you and I both can never understand what it's like to be a woman. Nope. At this very current moment, I could not tell you how to be a husband or a father. Mm-hmm. You can attest to that as well. That's correct. Why? Because, because that's not an experience that, that we have to you know rely on. You know, and I, I believe that like whenever you it comes to like new growth, right? Mm-hmm. New growth. Um, I believe it was Jerry Seinfeld. He, Jerry Seinfeld said having a moment of growth is uh, it's like getting next to a, two planets. These two planets are coming near each other, and you're looking down and you're like, okay, I think if I jump. I can make it to the next planet. But you've never jumped that far before. You never, you know, re- did that type of leap mm-hmm. of faith. And so you're never quite sure. And then when they get close enough, you just, you muster up the courage, the gall to be like, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah, for sure. And you jump. <laughs> and sometimes you, you fall flat on your face. And other times you actually make it on the other side. But, you know, the courage that it takes to actually take that jump to take that leap of faith, to experience that new growth, to go through an experience like that, that is something that is special just entirely in its own its own right, just because people have this idea of when you're courageous, you're not scared. When you're courageous, you're you're afraid, oh, you're, you're scared. Like, yeah. there's, there's always those those people that are on, like, TV that, you know, a, a guy jumps in front of a train to save a man. He was afraid, and he just went into action. He just... Courage is seeing that fear and looking at it in its eye and saying, all right, I'm not going to allow you to cripple me and to keep me from moving. I'm going to keep pursuing and moving forward. And that's kind of why I wanted to highlight the book today is just because you have gone through these experiences. You've had these emotions that have been attached to everything and you are now able to present it to the world. And it's not just for one type of person. It's for any type of person. You know, it's for the teenagers struggling with behavior issues. It's for um, the people who take that box and literally just shove it uh, in in the closet and you know nail in nail and chain it and keep anything from ever touching it because they don't want to go through those painful memories. It's about confronting those fears mm-hmm. and getting past them. And so you nail not to be cliche, but you nailed it. And it's exactly that. It the problem is so this is this is this is just me. This is an issue that I had for many years. I could not identify why I was hurting so much. And I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know what the best way to share something so incredibly powerful. Now the reason I say this is because some will look at me and say, Well, you were adopted and that's that's an empowering story. But see, I experienced something that I think a lot of people don't understand. They don't realize that as a child, I had, and this is not necessarily going to be an all today inconclusive like discussion because there's a lot that goes to this story. There's a lot that will... There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. But if I could pull one item out of this backpack tonight, it's understanding that the negative or the vulnerable aspects of your life, right? 
this is the one thing that I really want people to have a takeaway on this book. And then when you read this book, I want you to find that takeaway for you because like you said, this book is not just for the troubled teenager, the child who's been adopted. This book is for somebody who is going through a relationship issue, whether it be a breakup, a divorce, gosh, can't find someone to be with, having a hard time being a father, having a hard time being a husband, hard time being a mother, hard time being a, a, uh, a wife. There's endless reasons why people are going through what they're going through. Everybody has a story. I, I literally elaborate on that. I mean, this is one of the things that I wanted to do when I wrote this book, and we sat down and talked about this. And I'm going to talk about this item about this item that I'm talking about in the backpack here in a second. And I think it's very important. But here's something that I am very passionate about. Very passionate about. Okay. There is a small percentage people in my situation or similar to my situation that choose to change and want to make a difference in the world. I still struggle every day. And I wrote this clearly in my book. And I don't want to just focus on my book. These are pointers that are from the book that are going to help people take this next step with us in the podcast. Of course. Because I think this next season, for me personally, is being able to elaborate on vulnerable perspective being able to jump into something that is not only going to continue what we're doing here already at at the best nation but finding that next extra step i pointed out in the book that we cannot neglect those moments that cause us hurt depression anxiety Suicidal ideation. These are very common things. I mean, I see patients from the healthcare perspective mm-hmm. that are dealing with these things on a daily basis. I sit down and I listen to them and I talk to them. Young, old, middle-aged, man, woman, boy, girl. I've seen them all. To be able to connect to them and have that one-on-one conversation to get on their level to understand that they're going to be struggled because you're human. Yeah. This is part of life. I clearly state in my book that you cannot neglect these things. Just because you put it somewhere doesn't mean that it's disappearing from your life. Of course not. Because if I hadn't gone through, if I had not gone through, had I not proceeded through the struggling points of my journey, if I had not proceeded through the moments where I was depressed, where I was angry, I mean violently angry, if I didn't proceed through these moments in my life, I could not sit here on this podcast and tell you that I am going in the direction of becoming the best I am. Because if I didn't know what that was like, I wouldn't know what it's like to become better. I wouldn't know what it's like to become success, become successful. Because too many times we want to neglect these places in our journey or our life, if you, if you will, and say, you know what, I don't want that. We want to reverse things. We want to go backwards. We want to change things. Yeah. But what if we change those moments would we be sitting here right now doing this podcast? Would we actually be where we are today? Because I know in your life, I'm sure there are times in your life you've questioned yourself or you have looked back and you've been super hard on yourself and you've questioned Adler and said, why am I doing this? How come can I not get to this next step? It's because sometimes we try to neglect, cut the ties from the situation that's on that bookshelf instead of, like you said earlier, confronting them, exposing them, talking about them, doing something about it. Using them to your benefit by saying, you know what? I was adopted. Yeah, I was angry. Yeah, I did these things. Yeah, I I had to figure out how to be a better person. 
had I not gone through those things, I would never know how to confront them. I would never know how to be more consistent with my life. And how can I help people? Well, and it's funny that you say that. <clears throat> the analogy that kind of comes to mind is that trauma, that issue that you say is in a box, right? It's almost kind of like a human shadow. No matter what you do, you cannot outrun your shadow. Your shadow is always going to be a part of you, and it's always going to be right there. Mm-hmm. So you can run 20 miles an hour, 5 miles an hour, even hop on a plane. If you can run car. 20 miles per hour, you're pretty darn good. Look, the point is, okay. if you're moving, you can try to run it, but you'll never outrun it. You'll never forget it because that's attached to you forever. So you can't you can't get past it unless you're willing to confront it. Absolutely. And some of the hardest things in life, in order to get past them, you're gonna have to confront it. You know, just like in um, you know the final the final boss of like Mario Mario or, or Super Mario, you have to fight um, Bowser. Uh, Bowser or yeah Bowser or Luigi or all the bad guys, right? You have to confront them. You can't outrun outrun them for the rest of the the, the game. You have to be able to you know go go and confront whatever it is that you're afraid of and then say Princess Peach. Yeah. Princess Peach. Hey, you can literally, like, I, and I'm not sure if many people will agree, but you can take the life of Mario and <laughs> understand that he is a perfect example of how to live life, Right. What, bumping your head up against little question mark things and running around and going, Mario! Exactly. Well, not necessarily that, but the fact that you said bump your head, right? He attacks every problem head first. He's, he, it's, whether or not you or can blood. say that's silly, whatever, whether or not you can say it's silly, Mario literally attacks everything head first. And unfortunately, you know how infuriating it would be to actually have Princess Peach get stolen every other week or every other day and, you know, all that stuff. But it also can teach you that, unfortunately, life throws you curveballs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't plan for the events that happen. The only thing that you can do is control how you input that, that um, information and control how you react. And once you be able to find a way to adjust, react, then you can pursue or get past whatever issue it is that you're facing there's a scholarly uh professor from harvard i believe that i actually mentioned in my book and i can't think of his name right now at the top of my head but he i was reading an article by him and just knowing what he taught his students and this is kind of the breaking down point for me personally when i thought about every event in my life he talks about a formula called e plus r equals o and that formula right there basically entails the event plus the reaction equals the outcome. Mm-hmm. So the event at hand, so for example, we could take, I don't know, this podcast, okay? What? Or, yeah, let's just use the podcast. I'm going to figure out how to make this work. So the event that we established a podcast, right? We've podcast for six months. Not literally, but we're going to talk about the first six months okay. of the podcast. That's yes. the event. We weren't really, I mean, we were getting people to listen. People were listening to us. People were engaging with us, but not on the level that we are right now. Yes. Where we are right now. So the event plus the reaction. How do we react? I don't know. I feel like at first we were a little like discouraged a little bit. No, of course. I mean, I think we were pretty like, all right, is this actually going to go somewhere? And 
I think the one thing that you mentioned, which is the reaction, we were able to control our reaction because the outcome was that we were not getting as many engaging listeners or we weren't producing as much content. We weren't able to, uh, you know, go out there and do something with what we're doing. And the, the thing is, I think a lot of times is as we are looking at internal situation, the event usually doesn't change. Mm-hmm. I was adopted, you know, for you, I think the one thing you always talk about is your journey going from 220 to 22 and getting to a place where you can feel comfortable, confident, and knowing that you stay consistent with what you're doing, your diet, your workout, and everything that you do with it now, there was things that you had to do to react to that situation. But the event was losing that weight that was always there. The outcome changes based on how you react to the event. Of course. So I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, as we look back, as we take these steps, you know, I, I don't know I don't know where this book is gonna go. I don't know how many people are gonna buy this book. I don't know how many people are gonna go out and be like, Wow, this book really was in change it was a changing event for me. But one thing I will say is that no matter what Whatever situation that we have, no matter what problem we face, Mm -hmm. I think that as long as you and I both know that we live the life that we possibly can to the best that we can, we can excel. Well, and um, that's uh, that was the reason. Again, we we brought up the book just for for um, today. Not only just to highlight you and just to um, for us to celebrate in your success. I appreciate and, it. But also just to kind of you know allow people to just kind of get like a, a kind of an insider on what they get when they open up your book. You know what is it, what it entails. Obviously, there's a lot more to it, but. You know, just based off of that, I know that it's interesting enough for most people to just be like, hey, I, I want to definitely want to check it out. I want to check it out personally, and I want to check out this um, Harvard uh, professor, you know, E plus R equals... Yeah, it's a, there's, a, there's, a, yeah. there's a formula, and I write about it in the book. And I think it's important to know because at the end of the day, people are looking for ways to improve. I don't think people are out looking just for a way to disapprove their life. I think people are looking to improve their life. No, go for it. No, no, I was just saying, just like, just us as just human beings, I think that what's pivotal for, like, you, yourself, myself, is just the inspiration aspect. We want to be able to know that if we're able to discuss something or to talk to somebody, they're able to connect to, with us in a different level of, like, just higher level of thinking. Of and we're able to not only allow them to think in a higher level, but we're also able to pour, in, 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 pour into them and also they are able to improve their lives. Because again, the goal is to inspire. And I think through, change. And what we're doing with the inspiration, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to be honest, I don't have it all figured out. No. Yeah. And that, that's, no. This, is, this is what I think makes this podcast different. We're not speaking from a, oh, we figured it out. Mm-mm. Because I can't talk to all my fathers and mothers and parents and, and, and those that are married. I can't talk on your level. Nope. You know, you have a friend Taylor. She just she just had a newborn baby. Yes. Her and her husband just had recently had their baby born. Yes. I could never talk on their level. I could not relate to her husband. 
we cannot relate to her having to go through the, 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 the pains of labor and all the things that she had gone through. It's such a rewarding thing, though, to bring a child into this world and to raise and to nourish a baby. Our friend Lana. Yes. She's, you know, she she's got a baby coming here in a couple months. She's with course, child. I think she's I think towards the end of the year. But she yes. she just got recently got married. Yes, she did. The, but, these are all uh, milestones that neither of us, neither of us have experience with. Or any well, yes, yes. As far as experiencing it in from the woman's perspective, I don't think any man will ever no, no, no. experience no, it. That. That's, that's, but the men that are staying by these women Okay, these men that are staying by, and we're talking to you guys, the men that stand by these women, we cannot experience that either. We're not there yet. So I think the biggest takeaway tonight, the biggest takeaway from this episode today, it's a pivotal moment for the best you nation. And you guys are a part of this nation. This isn't just like we're just call ourselves, because remember, we used to be called the best you, yeah. but we thought about every single person in the world. We're doing this together. We're not Tony Robbins. We're not Dave Ramsey. I'm not Elon Musk, even though I'd like to talk about the Tesla. You know, my name's my name's Elon Musk. Like, no, I would love to be on that level. <laughs> that was a pre- that was a pretty good impression. It's better than my Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's from England. No, he's from South Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. My name's Elon Musk. I'm, I'm all about. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out because I, I haven't really ever heard that, him talk. Dude. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I he, mean, he, he's very. Ch- he's I like, think he comes up with a, a perfect like product in terms of like you know just you know his per, his goal and contribution to this. I, I appreciate world. you so much. Thank you so much. For it's going to change the world completely forever. Oh, but I never yeah. actually listened to. I love, like I love electric cars. I love electric cars. I not. I need to hear it's, it now. I'm not sure. Oh, it does. I I'm promise sure. to God. I'm, okay, I'm I know it. it's better than my Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger I, uh, <laughs> accent. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Finn has the one of the worst Arnold Schwarzenegger accents I've ever heard. Yeah, but I could definitely do Elon Musk. Oh, hey, hey, I, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that because well, I need to but check But you that. don't know yet, so I, I'm gonna have yeah, to go yeah. and hear it first, and then I'm gonna yeah, come go, back. Yeah, go space station. Go space By next week, way. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna say, "Hey, yay or nay on on this uh, impersonation?" Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I could do fire marshal bill too. Oh my gosh, no, not doing that. So, <laughs> What's going on, folks? My name is Farm Racer Bill Burns, and quite frankly, I'm a little fished. But I like the best you nation. Thank you, know, you so much. You want to know the, the, the terribly <laughs> sad part about this, right? What? Is a lot of the viewers, the audience out there, have no idea who Fire Marshal Bill. Well, I challenge is. everyone out there to go take some time, yes. go to YouTube, and look up. Listen, I'm being just like, a, just like what I'm doing with with Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. So, so yes. I'm gonna do it again. Yes, because we're gonna we're gonna do a little a uh, little uh, like a little wrap up challenge here before we get going. But Elon Musk versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. Are we ready? Are you ready? <laughs> what do you? Because I can't do Arnold. Oh, you want me to? Ask so you're going to be the Arnold, and I'm going to, and we're going to do a challenge. We're going to, we're oh, going to, we're going to take this part right want, here. Yeah. We're going to post this. Can we put a poll? Yeah, I'll, we're going to do a, a poll. I think we're going to take this part right here. We're we, going to, we're going to pull it out, and we're going to put on our social media accounts, well, we're TikTok, gonna, we're gonna Instagram, <laughs> Reels, like all that. We're going to call this segment "Who Did It Better," and we're going to go with. I don't know which one you want to go with. If I'm going to do the Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Okay, all right. I Elon mean, Musk. I could always do. So I have other impressions, but I'm sure not everyone's <laughs> going to be too thrilled about it. But <laughs> you want to go first? No, you have to use your idea. Okay, fine. All right, hold on. <clears throat> go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Arnold from California and Elon Musk from Tesla and SpaceX. Yeah, yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here. I am Elon Musk and uh, I love, I love, I love uh, my Tesla. It's a great model. I've got great models. And of course, SpaceX is a fantastic project. I love it. You know, technology is great. And, and success is great. You know, you have to be successful. It's great. So now, next up, we have Arnold. I like the fact that you produced such an excellent car. <laughs> it's so bad right now. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Give a sec. <laughs> Round two. Round two. <laughs> this is so bad. Okay, okay, okay. Mr. Musk, I think you came out with the accent. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me? Uh, thank you. Arnold, I'm just waiting for you to tell me how great my Tesla is. It's really, really, really great to hear you. What I want to know is uh, how did you come up with something so passionate? You've been able to produce such a wonderful vehicle. Something that's so... It's so electric. <laughs> oh my god, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> Round two for Elon! You know, Mr. 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 Schwarzenegger, I, I really do appreciate it. It's great that you... Um, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yes, no, the the electric car is really great. I I, I designed it um, to be magnificent. It's very expensive, but it's very friendly to the nature of, of the world. So yes, I I designed it, and you know it it really makes a lot of great um, opportunities. Wow, the round is over. So guys, that was definitely a classic. Uh, so uh, actually, we're gonna change the <laughs> we're gonna change the name of this segment. <laughs> who did it better to who did it worst? <laughs> my my Arnold or the Elon. I'm not going to lie. That, that wasn't the, my best uh, <clears throat> Arnold uh, uh, impersonation. So, um, anywho, um, guys, we just you know, want to do something silly. Just um, have some fun. Check out the Instagram. Um, we're going to post it, and there's going to be a poll. And we need to know who did it worse, Finn or Adler, or a.k.a. Elon versus Arnold. That's what's up. So I hit everything with intensity. No, listen. No, okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, let's just this wrap it up. This is great. This just wrap great. it up. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for taking the time just to support us and to allow us to keep doing what we like to do and we're passionate about and to to just be the best versions of ourselves. And this is just us here on this podcast. Absolutely. Love you guys. We're out. <laughs>